Hello, dear friends. Welcome to the Nonlinear Podcast, where I, Stephanie G. Foy, and I, Jillian Lindsay will be offering our best guidance for living a unique and authentic life. Let us help you zigzag through the chaos. Oh, yes. actually getting a bit more consistent again thank goodness yes back to the wednesdays wednesday regular routine <laughs> the non-linear regular routine yeah <laughs> i'm gonna stick with that yeah what's been going on with you oh just you know the stuff i'm still you know kind of regrouping from that italy trip retreat that kind of you know like actually broke me down in a really good way yeah like just to simplicity and basics yeah and like I just kind of feel like back to the bones and I feel like it's a real fresh start for me yeah which was not like you know you're always like oh I'm gonna start fresh tomorrow or you like plan to do that yeah Yeah. or like new year's resolutions and all that crap like this was a very unplanned like just kind of happened natural natural and it's really actually pretty cool and like even as it's happening it's i'm it's still not intentional but i'm aware of it and i'm noticing it yeah i'm like digging it yeah i'm in a similar space actually with life like i feel like the pieces are slotting in And the whole, like, not having to push, pull, and strive isn't what I need to do because things are showing up. And it's like, Mm -hmm. do you need this now? And it's like, ooh, that sounds good. And then it's like, no, that's not so much. And it's like I'm having more of a platonic relationship with my needs and my wants. I like that. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I used to have a love-hate relationship. Yeah. So platonic, yeah. So it's like, um, because you have more awareness to it, you're a bit more like, ooh, that sounds nice. Whereas before you'd be like, oh, I better take it because what if it doesn't come around again? And, oh, you know, you start going into the reactionary. Like, totally. Whereas now I'm a bit like, yeah. Um, You know, now I'm really finding, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And I don't feel guilty or I don't feel like, ooh, is that the right thing? Ooh. Right. And, and I'm like, oh, well, if it is, it'll come right, back right around. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It'll Just... come back around or maybe it'll be six months and it'll suit me better. Um, and I'm finding that a lot at the moment. I just got off bed rest after two months. I know. We're not in your bed right now. Don't get me wrong. That was a very comfortable, comfortable. spot to podcast from. But yeah, we're, no, we're actually two, in the land of the living today. Two months, eight weeks to the day of... Uh, I'm on moderate bed rest, but that means I can walk my dog, I can drive my car, I can lay down a little bit more, you know? Um, well, I was laying down the whole time, but like not as much. <laughs> I was going to say, what does that look like? Yeah, but just slotting in a little bit more and like the scaries are over and uh, jobs are showing up in the right time, perfect timing and, you know, uh, I feel like I'm resetting life a little bit more because it's been since... September that I, you know, quit my job and kind of set fire to a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been good. And um, I needed all this time for all the things that I've had to kind of heal through. So, yeah, there's a lot of good gratitude there. 
That's not to say tomorrow I'll wake up and be like a bag of cats. The whole fucking world is ending, but still. But right now. Let's just take it. Great. Yes. In this moment. Absolutely. But yeah, I had some steep learning curves because you were asking me like, is there anything you want to talk about? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, There is actually. What what do you got for us? I've got, you know, because I was eight weeks on bed rest. And I'm somebody. I'm to think. I couldn't even think because I was so frazzled, you know? Mm. Um, but I had to learn how to let go, how to surrender and to ask for help. Now I'm somebody who likes to not, I like to be in control of my business. I like to be in control of my things. You know, I do Airbnb, I work online, you know, I have a lot of different businesses that I work on and I like to make sure that everything is in order. Like I have a particular way of doing things. That's fine. But to me, it's just, it's not like crazy high standards. So it's like, you know, I've had someone walk my dog, which has been amazing. And then I've had to have people take care of my Airbnbs, right? So the cleaning, I'm doing the check-ins where it's like messaging and whatnot. But the cleanings are the hard part that's breaking my heart. So it's like we launched a new one in March and it was like five stars, whatever. I mean, you can never uphold five stars. Let's be honest, that's perfect. Well, yeah, that's perfect. That doesn't yeah, exist. It doesn't exist. So it's like, fine, that's whatever. But I had to get someone to take over for this place because it, it is an hour away from me and I couldn't drive and all the rest of it. And they were super helpful and I hadn't even met them. I literally reached out to another person there that did Airbnb and it turned out to be. Wow, that's a lot made. of trust. It was. Yeah. It was literally like, I need someone who's close by and it worked and I got that mm-hmm. thank god I got that and um needless to say you know work was working out whatever but then I started to get the reviews and the cleaning wasn't good and it was a bit like oh my god I'm giving a lot of money away that you know would be my payment my business so yeah. it's like I'm giving someone this responsibility and it's cleaning and for me cleaning is like how can you not be clean when you're cleaning yeah like, what are you missing what paid. the fuck are you missing that you can't <laughs> clean right so I just can't get my head around that okay uh, no matter who you are no matter whose house you're in like you can see there's dust have you looked in the bath have you done the thing whatever and I was just a bit like oh this is tough because it's like I've given someone a little bit of my responsibility and I've asked them for my help, but they're not meeting my needs. You're paying for a service and you're not receiving it. Yes, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, how, you know, and even the Airbnb person had messaged me because I'm always like, please let me know if there's anything that could have been better before you go and leave me a fucking turd of a review, (laughs) like whatever. And, you know, she had told me, oh, the bath wasn't clean and there was hairs in it, so we couldn't use it. And I'm like, okay, like, right. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why wouldn't a bathtub have been cleaned? Yeah. Why would the, you know, why are these And how bad is it that it's unusable? Exactly. Like, okay. It's kind of extreme. It is a little bit extreme. And I had this other part of this conversation with a friend, but, and I explained to her, I said, I'm really sorry. I'm... I'm, I've been put on bed rest. I've had to hire somebody. I'm really sorry. It's not up to my standard. Um, you know, you know, having a chat, like being 
apologetic and sorry that that was the case blah 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 mm-hmm. and I said I just I find it hard to believe that it was unusable right yeah like it's I find that hard to believe yeah um, because nobody really uses the bath because they have the shower so it's like right. what amount of hair or dirt was in the bath anyway so I got like a low ball for that even after explaining my situation mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a little bit underhanded for me because I was just like you literally are not empathetic to my situation and I told her what my situation was and she was like oh bless you and I hope for this and I hope for that and it was all this just you know surface stuff again yeah and again you know I was speaking to another friend I was like that annoys me because it's like you didn't give me the opportunity if it was unusable we would have been more than happy to go there to clean it or do whatever to make it fucking usable for you opposed to you being like oh that's not good enough for me you're getting five marks off for this. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, I had this other conversation with my mate where she's like, yeah, I've done Airbnbs. And it's like, you know, you speak to your host and like your host is like, yeah, what do you need from me? And they come and they fix it. And you don't have to fucking downgrade somebody. You can say, oh, there was an issue with such and such. Uh, the host was amazing and responded and got it cleared up for us immediately. Five stars. Right. It's an opportunity. So it's an opportunity. Yeah. But why don't people give people opportunities instead of just being like after the fact and then marking them down or whatever the grading, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then you're left there going, that could have been resolved. I can absolutely relate to this in my position as a server. It's the same yeah, thing when right. someone, I check on them, I ask them how their meal is, can I bring them anything? Yeah. And they say everything's fine, no complaints, no issues. They wait to the end of the meal to tell me how shitty and unusable and unedible their meal was that they have cleared their plate with and now they just want something for free they want a discount they want it taken off their bill but what they didn't give me the opportunity to fix it right and make it right and remake it so your it. hands are tied exactly so it's that's on the other person and it's but just about like complaining or some it is of course and issue. i get i absolutely get that but they then don't want a resolution yeah they don't but then it's also giving me a bad look oh absolutely because i'm the, I'm reviewed, so people see that for my Airbnb, my Absolutely. business. Absolutely, that's what they're like. They they're holding on to. It's like holding on to resentment. Like I'm gonna. This was wrong. Get this is wrong. This is yeah. wrong. Yeah. Instead of yeah. wanting to make it positive, you're like, okay, this is negative. I'm gonna keep it negative. I'm gonna make it negative, exactly. and I'm gonna put the negative on you. Yeah. That's just like like I I don't. I mean, I used to be like that as a kid. I was like kind of. Who wasn't? Yeah, of course. You know, like, yeah. Who you wasn't? Just, Right, but now it's like it's still prominent in a lot of people, and it's just what I don't know if it's just society in general. Like you're, everyone's just used to this negativity, and like I mean, like the Karens of the world, and like when people get so upset at customer service, like what, like that's just not helpful. It's not helping you resolve the situation. It's just, it's just you know, you want someone to yell at and someone to complain to, and yeah, like take your shit out on exactly because then I had an the opposite experience where I had another booking this weekend and it was literally after the I had you know these two or three bookings and the cleaning was low-balled mm-hmm. and um it was yeah I know I wasn't doing it, it wasn't to my standard and then I'm pissed off because I'm like how can it not be clean I'm paying a lot of money for this I'm relying on somebody like you're there to clean what the fuck are you missing like how is this like why is there hair in the bathtub whatever but then I had um 
this other family stay there this weekend and I was just like please you know can I just let it be okay and they arrived in and then they're telling me that the fridge is flooding and it's not icing and all this kind of stuff and I'm like what it doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. the fridge is a pretty it's a whirlpool it's like one of those industrial like will live forever and honestly it doesn't get used that much so I was like that doesn't make any sense but she was helping me to resolve the situation and mm-hmm. uh, solution oriented yeah and I was like you know because the ice had melted so I think what happened somebody left the door open and then it mm. heated and the ice machine just turned to water I said you know that's so strange I said um, you know check these couple of things for me I said we'll be out first thing because this is at 9 o'clock at night and I said we'll be out there first thing in the morning and you know we've been kind of playing with the idea we wanted to replace some of the appliances and we were like okay maybe this is just the moment yeah. and I said that to her and uh, she's like oh no problem she herself is a host and she's like oh, I yeah. just wanted to tell you that this was going on because she's like I'm a host myself and I will have guests where they won't tell me and they will leave it and it will get worse yes. and then you're hung See? out to dry and I said there is a shining example exactly. of having resolution and you know having a better outcome for everybody you know mm-hmm. instead of sitting on it and then just being a fucking dick about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Or just trying to, you know, pass the buck and not have Oh, it yeah. Be. Oh, this is terrible. That's your fault. And right. Like, I'll leave it for the next person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm absolutely guilty of that, too. I'm trying to get better at it. I am, too. Like, but in it's just, smaller I situations. But when you're getting to somebody's business, like, it would take me a lot of effort to have to get on fucking Google or Yelp to be like, this person was terrible. But I'm up front. I'd be like, listen, your attitude's, you know, not really are you okay or you know what I mean like I would be more I'm very much uh, face value about things so but yeah it was just so fucking frustrating because I was like you know a big part of my learning was asking for help because I've suffered and again it was bringing up triggers for me because the last time I asked for help and I was sharing my business with people I was taken advantage of and I felt like that again. I was like, you're taking the fucking piss. But you've helped me a ton. Yeah, you know? that's... Because I'm like, you've helped me. I don't know you, but you've helped me a ton. But you're not reaching... Is it my expectations or standards? I'm not sure. But yeah. then it's not meeting everybody else's. So there's something. Right. right. Yeah. So, and again, I don't want to be that person. I want a resolution. I want it to be an opportunity to be better. Absolutely. Um, so for that person that I've asked to help me, and I just it's worked out now that I'm off bed rest and we've been able to go out there on weekends and stuff and clean. And when I got out there, I was like, I can see what's not been done. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no dusting down. There's no wiping down surfaces. It's literally going to make the bed, do the floors, or down the counters, bye. And there's like dust in the rooms and you know whatever. Anyway, so I see why people would be like, this isn't clean. Mm-hmm. And they're paying a lot of money for the cleaning fee. So it's like, I yeah, get it. I that, get it. That is true. Um, Those cleaning fees are... I get it. But, yeah, the whole asking for help and then relying on somebody and then not meeting that Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's hard so enough to just ask for help. And then once you do that and they agree and then it, they don't do it, then it's like, oh my God. It's half-assed. Yeah, a whole other So then I'm like trying to work around it where I'm like, how do I feel better about this for myself? And how do I create an opportunity out of it? 
to for it to be better for everybody my guests Kaner and myself what did you come up with? I haven't <laughs> I literally haven't that's why I'm here that's why I'm talking about it so I'm like hoping somebody yeah. out there has a uh, insight to it so have you spoken with the cleaner? Have you gotten her side of the story? Well, this is what I'm saying. I haven't had that opportunity yet because we just started to go back to doing it ourselves because it was falling on weekends and stuff. But what, and I'd met her, we, when we went out there, I told them we were out there and to come meet us and she was there with her husband and stuff. Like it wasn't just the right time, but I think the next opportunity, if there is one, I'll be like, hey, you know, just it's been a minute since you're out there can you do this 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 and like bullet point it because mm. the problem i think and it's not her fault and i'm pleased i'm not trying to blame her either if this is a me thing because i want to know how i can manage my expectations for people that we didn't have an opportunity to, to meet so she never got to meet me and know what my re- what i really wanted from her mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm kind of like it's a really expensive cleaning job what could you possibly be missing that I need to tell you? Like, why are you not doing the windowsills? Why are you not wiping down the surfaces? Why are you not... But so you just assumed that she would... I... My problem is... Know that. Assumed. Yeah. That was the default. Mm -hmm. Because of the stuff that was going on. But it's like... Again... And it's the same thing with Airbnb. And I get it from guests. They're like, God, I really appreciate your bluntness. And you're very like... This is my home, not a hotel. If you don't like, you know, uh, mixed neighborhoods, communities, don't come here, mm-hmm. right? Because I've had people come from middle of nowhere and they've never seen anything. Yeah. It's terrifying. Um, so my problem there, was, my default was the assumption and I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, and... You can't know, assume anything these days. No, but it's like so annoying. <laughs> not even like, like basic shit. <laughs> not only that, before, prior to that, you know, she was explaining to me that she is a cleaner and she's doing her house and she you know what she does. And I was like, okay, so she knows what she's doing. Right. So you I didn't want to be lancing her with like my perfectionisms. I was like, okay, well, she, you know, she sounds like she's Yeah, she's, she's a professional. So it's the assuming. But it's the same thing with Airbnb. I have it in black and white. No pets, no kids. Uh, you know um, location like very clear very clear and as to why and I'll get a message being like are pets allowed and it's like you haven't read the description you literally have not read a lick of what I've given in information to be assertive and not assume you know so it's like oh my god it's exhausting yeah like how do you well again yeah. it's you trying to always reach perfectionism which is my part that I'm trying to be a bit more like relaxed and asking for help mm-hmm. and not trying to perfect it mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh god this is why I don't ask people to do anything yeah well that's it's hard when you do something that you don't normally do and then you get proof of why you don't do it exactly. <laughs> it's like, why would I do this again so it's all yeah, like striving it's, in for because then it's like uh, going back to the problem and then striving to the perfectionism again and I'm like oh man I would love some insight if anyone ever please I would love some insight yeah how do you navigate that well it's a, a similar thing too I had this thought the other day I'm like 
you know, I feel like I'm doing things the quote-unquote right way and for the right reasons, and I mean, it's a challenge, but it's important to me to do that for, you know, things for the right reasons and not, you know, take the easy road or the shortcut or whatever. Yeah. But then I see everyone else, you know, taking the shortcuts and the easy road and doing the wrong things for the wrong reasons and getting the results that I want. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, you know. Is it a case of thinking about it too much? Right. Or is it like, you know, the nice guys finish last thing or, you know, just like, fuck it, this works. Like, let's just jump over all this stuff that needs to be done first like skipping the foundation I don't know it's just it's and again it's probably going back to comparison and I shouldn't compare myself with other people a lot of it as well can be you know people are very good at faking until they make it that's true too and that's the thing that I tell myself or remind myself you know yeah is all these people that you know are seemingly having the results I don't know that they're necessarily happy you know if they're totally. not doing the right things for the right reasons they can't be happy even yeah. if they have but they're probably just like not even conscious that they're doing it yeah yeah the not conscious part it's just oh I don't know it's, it's kind of like you know all this work we do and it gets to a point where it's like, oh my God, <laughs> what am I doing this for? And yeah. I mean, obviously, looking back and how far I've come and where I am now is tremendous. And I'm so grateful to be here. And Absolutely. I'd rather be here than where I was any day. Yeah. And if this is as far as I get, that's great. Yeah. You know, like I can totally hang out here. But it's like, I feel like I want to keep going and keep growing. Yeah. But it's also like so exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it is because, like you said, you're constantly putting it into practice. I mm-hmm. feel that, and it's the same. It's like I said, like letting go of certain things and surrendering to certain things, and like, how do I not freak out about that? Um, but it's a, it, it's hard because it's like I can see where the issues are, and then it's like, well, that wouldn't have happened if I did it, you know? That's mm-hmm. like, oh, the constant like. Perfectionism for me is where I want to be able to like ease off, but it's like I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's and I mean, perfectionism is different than having standards, you know. So it's like depending on where the disconnect is with your standards and this woman's, you know, performance, uh-huh. then it's different than you being too demanding or, you know, having too high of standards or perfectionism. Yeah. But it's hard to know that without, you know, having clear guidance, guidance, standards, and, you know, communication on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's not interesting. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting to put it nicely. that's fine and I get that but it's like yeah I think for you as well like the comparison you have the comparison trigger or you know tension Mm -hmm. and then I have the like I can't uh, the what would you call it like 
Control? Yeah, control, perfectionism, yeah. Like, that for me, it's like just so irritating because it's like... It, it's... Um, it's even... I have it in my relationship with my yeah. partner financially or doing things. I'm like, why are you doing it that way? Because when I do something... I do it to a very high standard. Mm-hmm. But to me, that high standard is just fucking normal. Right, it's not like high. If, you, if you're going in to clean a house, you're cleaning the house. Like, it's not just like you're doing the floors. Mm-hmm. You're doing the shelves. You're doing tidying up clothes, fixing the pillows, like, cleaning up the books. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, to me, it doesn't really need explanation. Oh, if your frames are dirty, I see that. Oh, I wipe those down. Oh, your handle's dirty. That looks... Do you know what I mean? It's like, what are you... What we are do you, what needs to be done. Like, yeah. It's not like, oh, I'll just pick the floors and then I head home. Or I just change the duvets and then I head home. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, what are you... Yeah. Why would that need to be explained? Yeah. That's... Well, that's then like you this say the same whole thing. level. You say the same thing. Why would it be, need to be explained to somebody that, like, why don't you give me the opportunity to make it better? But then you have people who are happy to be in that space of, like... Fulfilling their they like don't being. want their expectations to be met. Yeah. They want to be disappointed, but they don't know how to. right? And they just want like they're they're comfortable in that disappointment and the negativity. Yeah, like and the but it's also an ego thing because it's like I'm just going to make you feel really small. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like yeah, it's more it's, yeah. Like they're not there to enjoy their meal. <laughs> they're yeah. there to like, yeah. you know, feel empowered or superior or whatever they get out of you know complaining. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's... But that's probably in your comparison also, that's what you see of people. Like, why are they getting ahead? Why are they doing that? Because they're literally stepping over people. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah, that's true. But you're taking a kinder and more informative route. Okay, you see them there. It doesn't mean you won't get there by the way you're doing things. Right, that's true. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the end of the day, what's for you won't pass you, obviously, but you're seeing where you want to be. So there's nothing wrong with having that comparison. Like, oh, they're there where I want to be. Yeah. It's okay, like, that's going to be not now. And I see that they're already there. It's just I'm going to get there at a different time and stage. Yeah. Back to the tortoise and the hare comparison. Like, slow and steady. But there's nothing wrong with having that as a goal. It's yeah. Like, it's just hard when that rabbit blows by you. Yeah. <laughs> when you're still course. chugging along. Yeah. But that's not to say it's not going to be for you. Just not in the yeah. way and like they could be blasting past you and then by next week you'll see them like oh yeah I'm not with that job anymore or oh I've burnt out or and you're like oh right but that's the thing the like bad thing is I'm kind of waiting for that like I I have that you know I want to but what are you actively doing for yourself to get there like where do you want to go what do you oh want me to do? I have no idea I'm not doing anything right now so there, I don't that's know that's why you're waiting <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm still in that lost in between, like, I need a direction. Like, I feel very open, which is a good thing. Or I thought it was a good thing, but clearly it's not. You need, I need a direction to move forward. Like, I'm open to anything, but I don't know which way to go. Like, meditation, yoga, flat, like what? Like, that's the thing. I don't even know. I mean, obviously a goal of mine is a relationship. Yeah. I'm doing all the things I said I wouldn't do looking for that (laughs) Um, but I feel like I want to exhaust all possibilities before I give up on Savannah being the place I meet someone yeah but um so that's a goal and then but that's 
the other thing is like there's no specific goal I mean the writing the book which I've totally slacked on that because I'm not feeling it right now and I don't want to force it but Mm -hmm. also where does the discipline and the action and the consistency come in so I have to figure that out but it's like I mean my life is good my life is great I just but you're probably still in a routine you're still in a comfortable place yeah and that's the thing that scares me is like do I need to like yeah I'm in a comfortable place I'm in my comfort zone but I mean even but I don't want to like but like your book like mm -hmm. setting up you know this is even part of the spiritual it's like setting up an altar space setting up a creative space it doesn't does that space look like going to the park and writing for an hour does that mean going to the coffee shop for an hour because for me especially working remotely it's like and after being stuck in the fucking house for two months you know post-covid or whatever and it's like how do i because it's sometimes i do have to be like you know get the momentum to do the job that i need to do and it can be as simple as like i'm going to do what i have to do what i do every day but i'm taking myself into a different environment so i'm going to go to the coffee shop or I'm going to go to the Thompson Hotel and be in the foyer there and like people watch while I do too. You know what I mean? It's like stuff mm-hmm. like that to give me stimulation. It's still an everyday, if you like, chore. Uh-huh. And like maybe it's like switching that for yourself. Like you're like, you're comfortable, you're happy and you know, you're waiting. But it's like, but what are you doing to invite the stimulation or the creativity if you're just kind of still doing the same stuff? Yeah, no, I totally get that, and that's what... Like, invite something in to give you that urge. Yeah, and I I have all these thoughts and ideas, and then I end up talking myself out of them, which is where I want to... that's your personality Right, I want to change that into taking action instead of talking myself out of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'll have small wins here and there. I'll be like, oh my god, I actually did that. Yeah. That's great. You know, and then it's like... You, What's my reward? Right. You feel like it would be easier the next time. At least that's but what it's they not. say. It's not. That's bullshit, coaches. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the training. But that's the training and that's, that's you know... The setting the yeah, goal. and that's the doing the hard things. Like, yeah. the simple little things are still hard. Yeah. But Glenn Doyle says that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's what you have to probably lean into a little bit more yeah and that's the thing it's easy to remind myself I can do hard things when I'm you know in on a mountaintop in Italy out of my comfort zone like nobody's business but like you know on a Tuesday and it's like stay home or go to the coffee shop it's like I can still do hard things like and that's a hard thing yeah but not not comparatively but comparative schmerative I gotta get rid of that word yeah yeah but it's true but it's like you know what can you do to set yourself up for two hours or an hour here and there and it's like can you bring your meditation music with you can you get a really luxurious coffee can you sit at a table it might mean staring at the page for an hour it might mean four pages it might mean one but it's like giving yourself that opportunity to engage in a in a different way I guess that you're not sitting at home being like, yeah, I'm waiting. Right. Come on, inspiration. Come yeah. to me. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's, yeah, that's not going to happen. And our friend Sarah Vianna, you know, she's always talking about moving your body, you know, dancing, moving, what it takes for you to stimulate yourself to like get out of that, like, I can sit and watch Netflix and that's my comfort zone. 
Right. Just like numbing out. Just numbing out. Being like, oh, I just don't feel like it. And then just spacing out. And it's like, well, what if I just take 10 minutes and just like, I don't know, dance in my room for a minute? Yeah, exactly. And it's like that stuff does feel great. It's just the, the, the doing it, you it's know? It's a fear too, probably. Yeah. And it's like, I've heard, like, so the comfort zone thing, like, either it's actually you know when you like grow and change and you you want something and you have to work for it it's it's uncomfortable it's discomfort yeah. but you're actually you know you because you want to change that means you're not comfortable now mm-hmm. so you you are in discomfort it's just familiar discomfort mm-hmm. instead of you know unfamiliar discomfort so it's you it's up to you to choose what kind of discomfort you want the uncomfortable or the unfamiliar is going to move you towards something you know the familiar is going to keep you where you are absolutely you're literally saying it i know but am i doing it (laughs) no (laughs) go to the fucking coffee shop tomorrow i know i know there's so many great places go get a pool pass sit at the pool and do it yeah, exactly. That's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Literally, I like go out to my back garden. You can use my back garden. Sit out there with all my uh, elephant ears and be shaded and enjoy yourself. Yeah, no, that does sound lovely. Yeah. And it's like doing things like that. It's like, you know, whipping whip, whip up the new environments to give yourself something different. But yeah, sitting here waiting definitely not going to happen. You're going to see the rabbits pass by. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or hairs, whatever, which one's faster? Hairs. Yeah, I think those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the hairs in the bathtub. But I totally understand that challenge. It was definitely something, you know, because I'll... It becomes monotonous. It's like, oh my God, I'm falling into the desk job again because I'm yeah. just in one place and I'm on my computer and then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. I can literally take this somewhere else and it's not that I have to talk to anybody or right. be distracted. It's just like... I can have a nice coffee, I can focus for two and a half hours, I've reached my peak, I go off, I walk away, I get lunch, and then I think, can I do coffee now? I can do another two hours at home, call it a day. Like mm-hmm. breaking it up, because otherwise I'm just going to land in the, in the you know, corporate setting again. Monotony. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I feel like, you know, I, I know all of this logically, and it's just the, the, doing it part because it's like so ingrained like the opposite you know well, why don't we make a pact that when you get your day off you meet me at the coffee shop alright done let's do it yeah you pick okay you have to make a decision and pick the new one yeah we'll do that cause I'm I'm all and it's fun when you have a remote worker friend cause you just chat shit but you're still doing work yeah ooh we'll be like Non-co-workers. Yeah, non- exactly. Co-workers for not. Yeah. No, it's great. That sounds exciting. That's funny because I even had a, my friend was in town for a couple of days, you know, flying visit. She had to work yesterday. And she's in music. She's in a completely different lane to me. And I was able to do work. I was filling in my citizenship or something. But it was still, like, nice to be working alongside somebody, but we're not doing anything the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we can still shoot the shit, which is refreshing. Instead of just being stuck talking about work or something. Yes. Yes. I like that vibe. Yeah. You need a pal. Yeah. Totally. 
I need a pal. I haven't seen anybody for two fucking months. <laughs> oh my god. You know, welcome one back. Person today for the first time in two years, and I was like, I've literally lost like two or three years of my life. We all have. I know we all have, yeah, but like I just I just went to an extra level of like a whole other layer. Yeah. A whole other layer. But again, it brought lots of things up for me that I'm kind of like, how do I manage it's managing my expectations, right? I didn't make that clear from the beginning. Mm-hmm. My fault, my responsibility. But then at the same time, you're doing a job, you're getting paid a lot of money for it. Why are you half assing it? Yeah, that's their personal standards. Ugh. Yeah. And it's so. Another unbelievable thing happened, and it was with my partner, and he had done this job. For somebody, right? I won't state his name or nationality, but anyway. Um, he basically, Abraham did a job for him, right? Did a great job. Mm-hmm. Now he works in concrete, so that you know when you do it, you have to dig up and it gets dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes your grass might get a bit muddy and flattened because you have to use machinery and you have to dig up the ground in order to put concrete in. So that was going on and while he was doing the job he's like are you going to fix my grass are you going to fix my grass and he was like yes I will like but I have to do all these things first this fellow was micromanaging him basically right uh-huh. you're going to fix my grass you're going to do this and he's like yeah I'll replace these parts it's just right now I have to get these things done and then we have to leave it set I, I have to wet it and then we have to leave it a few days and then I come back and I clean up my forms and I will fix your grass and um that all happened. He came, he fixed it, cleaned it, and then he introduced him to another friend who wanted the job. And he was trying to lowball Abraham. And he's like, my prices are good. These are what my standards. This is what it is. I, if I cut this, I'm paying for this. I can't cut labor. I can't cut concrete. These are the prices. These are the materials. Here's right. your price. So a month later, the first guy wrote and complained about the work saying messy you know no care taken this kind of stuff and it's like and he never said any of this when never the job said any of it and he had left the job happy you know there was no yeah. complaint you know but he you know he gave abraham a hard fucking time the whole time that he was there because he was like, oh what about this and what about and Abraham's like, I don't need you here on my job. Let right. me do my job and you can come at the end of the day and we can talk. Yeah. I don't need you here asking me about this corner of the grass and the curb and the this and the that and the water. Anyway, and, you know, we reckon, uh, long story short, that the friend didn't get the deal he want, wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your man just found everything, even though Abraham made it better mm-hmm. and did the things that he asked and fixed the things and whatever but you know it was a month later and he decided no actually I'm not happy with the job so mm-hmm. we wrote a short review and we then decided to look at somebody you know this person's re- google reviews oh. who's like a hundred and something google reviews and literally just goes on google reviews to rip off everybody right oh. like he he one of his the greater ones he went to, uh, what is it, Jimmy John's? Is that a sandwich shop or something? Yeah, subs. It was something like that anyway. And he literally gave them two stars because he had gone to the Jimmy John's 
and he wanted to get his hot sauce and they didn't have the hot sauce that he wanted and that was the only reason he went there and he gave him two fucking stars. Wow. And I just, we read over this because we were like, how do we gauge this? You know, what, again, similar right. situations yeah. in this industry. You gotta stuff. get the context. Get the context and stuff. And we just started laughing. Because wow. we were like, this motherfucker probably didn't even ask if they had the fucking hot sauce. Of course you know, not. It was an inconvenience because it wasn't within his hand's reach for him to get the fucking hot sauce that he especially went there for. Um, for it was he probably didn't even buy anything from them. He just wanted that <laughs> hot sauce. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He just wanted the fucking hot sauce. It wasn't even about the sandwich or anything else. So, you know, it said more about him as always and uh, whatnot. So that happened probably like must be gone a year now that that happened and we just you know slated like you know not working we archived the projects or whatever you know to make sure that we don't stay in contact this motherfucker emails him this week with pictures of his beautiful concrete and grass saying he wanted to do more work shut up not even kidding oh my god the audacity Send him the review back and say, excuse me? Because he'd probably write another review. Oh so my god. we just, Abraham opened it, looked at it, deleted it. Wow. Can you believe the that? The audacity. The audacity. What is wrong with people? Honestly, <gasps> I was just, wow. and I said to him, I said, I knew he would come back. Because wow. there's nobody, and, and and I will say this, I'm not being biased, there's nobody doing the job that Abraham's doing here mm-hmm. in Savannah with concrete. Nobody. Okay, you might not like the way he works. That's not your fucking business. Yeah, just he worry gets about the end job. result. Get your end result, you have your beautiful driveway. And I, process to it. And I was like, literally was looking at the pictures and I was like, it looks incredible. You know, and it's in Cooler, it's in one of these neighborhoods. So you see it, like, you have to access the house. It's on show, you know. Mm -hmm. Abraham's not going to leave it bad because he wants to make business in other places. Of course. He's like me. He's a perfectionist in his job. He will strive to make sure everybody's happy. And he's actually way better with people than I am. I can see that. (laughs) Way better with people than I am. And will has a very good way of bringing them down and, ma- and, and meeting them. Well, yeah, isn't that how you guys got together? Oh, totally. you the angry woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, and that's what made me fall in love with him. Because like, <laughs> he literally can um, take you there and take mm-hmm. you down and like level with you. Um, so I was just like, take it as a win, babe, but leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. But it's just shocked. Like, again. Mm-hmm exhausting stuff and you know he, he he felt really bad about that for a very long time because of the way he made him feel mm-hmm. for no reason he didn't do anything wrong he did everything right he did exactly. what he you know, okay you, you don't like this you're like that and he'd be like yeah I'll get a storage for you don't worry and he left the job okay the grass will have to come back but that's part and part of what you're doing when you dig up the fucking ground yeah that's just it's landscape. We're not exactly. landscapers. If you want this done for your job and we state it, you know, landscape, we're not responsible for landscape thereafter. If you don't want this part to be disturbed, then that's up for discussion. But because of the way you have to get into it and cut it up, mm-hmm. you can't, your grass is going to get, like, whatever. It's the process. Back. And he fixed it up, like. He tidied it up, everything. Um, but you're like... It's a building site, is essentially what he's working with every time. Yeah. You know? 
Um, but yeah, it was just that was just the kind of like cherry on the cake of like full circle of people that you're like, you cannot treat people like that. And then it'd be like, oh, I need you to come here and do this for me. Right. Like, <laughs> not with your bad behavior. I'm not that desperate. Oh, yeah. That's... So many lessons in the learning. Mm-hmm. And um, how to keep your cool. Because it's very hard to keep your cool these days. Oh, yeah. It... And that's the part that I'm really trying to manage. Where it's like, okay, I can't be mad at her. I can't be you know okay I'm frustrated mm-hmm. yeah because it's the letting go and it's okay now I did it and look at the results again I need to be more clear in my expectations and setting my you know reality a little bit more um, but then it's kind of like wow you would think that that would be straightforward um, but yeah here we are yeah here we are because I could still say and it would still be like no bald you know mm-hmm well everybody's just trying to you know get a deal or cut corners or and it's going to get even worse because oh, of the recession yeah. coming exactly like, let's be honest we all know what's coming this inflation is here ladies yeah. and gentlemen inflation of egos as well <laughs> plenty of those coming through yeah all and that's around. the thing I'm trying to keep myself in check because I'm not trying to be like a dick you know because I'm super grateful for their help and like assistance yeah but you're not really helping me out if you're not cleaning. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. If you say you're helping, but you're not actually doing the job, then it's not. But it's kind of like, even in my work, it's like, they'll be like, oh, I need you to do a tech pack. And I'll be like, oh yeah, sure. And then I like give them a few measurements and like half a pattern and like, you know, half assage. They'd be like, what are you, why are you doing? What are you doing? Like, where are the details? And you'd be like, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. It's a <laughs> fucking tech pack. I need details. You know? It's wild to me. Details, people, details. Isn't it? That's what it is. It's details. It is. And communication of the details. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. On that note. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, I don't know if I have the... I have different cards. Different cards. What about your cards? You've got something there. Yeah. We can do these. This is, yeah, these are more affirmation cards. I could do affirmation as well. I mean, but let's go with what you've got. We'll change All right. it up this month. These are the Rumi Oracle cards. Oh, nice. And do you want to pull one or shall I? You pull one. All right, let's see what... See, this is that new start, unplanned, just yeah. happening. New deck of cards. Here we go. Oh, that one's all jumping. And let's see what this says. Victory of Miriam. I don't even know what that means, but let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear what the lady has to say. Let's see what we've got here. Okay, 41. Um, okay, that's not helpful. Oh gosh. How is this organized? This is new to me. (laughs) Okay, okay, I see. Here we go. I feel like the Jeopardy music should be playing right now. (laughs) Um. 
Oh, wait, wow, okay, this is like the last one. No, but very close, okay. Victory of Miriam. Okay, there's a poem first, I okay. guess. Yeah, nice change. Yeah. If you are longing to caress the moon, don't turn away from it. If you are not ill, why do you crawl under a blanket to hide? Uh -huh. You are in a quarry of sweets. Why do you look so sour? You live in the spring of life. Why are you withered inside? Ooh, I like this. Yeah. Um, don't fight against yourself. Don't flee from what could be your glory. Like a fearless moth, dive into the flame. Why be linked to your obsessions? Burn out in the flames until your heart and soul are enlightened. Get out of the old carcass and form yourself a new body. Uh -huh. Why are you afraid of a fox when you descend from lions? Why be a lame ass when you have the strength of stallions? I love this. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the beloved you seek will arrive to open the door to your fortune. For love is the key that opens all your locks. Holy shit. <laughs> that was literally, you really need to give this to Jillian Sir. Yeah, I feel like, well, that was Do you want to be what was meant to happen to today. <laughs> Do you want to lay on the couch or go to the coffee shop? Yes! Oh my gosh. Okay, there's more. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so here we go. You feel you are immortal and I know you are divine. You feel you are not ready for the task and I know that triumph is only moments away. Mm -hmm. You reach to me for protection, but you are me. And the prote protection that you seek is already with you. You are not apart. I am living through all that you are and all that you love, all that you have lost and all that you will offer to me in surrender. I am in you as your courage and magnificence, and any task I send to you is simply one of the tasks for which you were born. You are an eagle with wings ready to soar, so I push you from the cliff, from the cliff top that you may know yourself. This oracle brings you a message of affirmation and success. Your victory is already assured. You are being led to it now, no matter if you believe it is possible, and you are placing your faith in the appearance of distraction or obstacle than in utter success. No matter if you have forgotten for a moment that the divine lives in you, as you, and that apparent failure is only a part of the process, the plan through which learning happens, serving the ultimate holy victory uh -huh. yes your victory is inevitable so you are being given this reminder from the holy mother mary also called miriam uh -huh. didn't know that and the beloved divine presence of the love that she serves it is that presence that is real that is the holy mother and that is divine in you that is real and all else swirls around so you so your soul can play play, play. That is the word yes every challenge and adventure is an opportunity for you to test your test your metal and to be what you are in truth that eagle that flies requires space and open sky the tigress that hunts requires hunger to drive her to fulfill her being and live her nature. You need what you need to release your divine nature as a living holy expiration of the greatest love. 
So life is providing for you that, providing for you that your needs be met. Whatever may be troubling, troubling you or is soon to present itself is not a situation or a circumstance meant to bring you trouble. You just need to allow yourself to become more eagle-eyed, beloved wild one. Mm. It is not what appears to be that is the source of challenge for you, not at all. It is only how you are viewing that situation. Can you allow yourself to shift perspective? Yes, you know the truth. It is only the forgetfulness that fear creeps in. Oh yes, to forget for a moment that you are divinity and to lapse into erroneous belief that the challenges are more real than love. No real challenge is in the attitude, any, not in any circumstance or situation. Will you remember all that divinity manifesting and nothing that except nothing exists outside of it? All is perfectly designed to help you fulfill your being, live your truth, experience your power, and reside in the perfection of your divine loving heart. Be curious rather than afraid. What is loving seeking to draw out of you now? It is always love and interaction with you, even if it sometimes feels like you are hauling a massive rock on your back up the steepest of all hills to build a temple at its apex. Yet when that temple is built, overlooking the ocean, and with a startling burst of golden orange sunset exploding across the water, turning to gold, you'll forget about climbing that hill. Mm-hmm. You'll just drink in the view instead. You'll forget what you're supposed to worry about. What you're supposed to worry about. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <Little> nudge. <laughs> you'll just have Correct. to love in that moment and be peaceful instead. It makes more sense to notice the sunset than to turn your back upon its glory and grumble about how heavy those rocks were. Then, in your inspiration and forgetfulness, you'll dream of another temple and the process of creation. Perhaps with more lugging about of great heavy rocks, it will begin again. But then, so too, will another captivating sunset be granted, best witnessed in your newly built temple that renders you speechless and spellbound. This oracle brings you guidance and comfort. Whatever is going on in your life right now, whatever brings you joy or a deepest struggle, is the divine in you as you breaking through into your life. Do not hesitate to trust in it, embrace it fully, and let it have its way. There is nothing there that needs to be resisted. You are safe to be wild, to be alive. Live it with love and let it unfold. The promise of success is yours, so allow yourself to be brought to it through the guiding wisdom of life, the life that serves love. There is also a part of you that is daring to love, to live, to trust, more so than before. You are even daring to quit the traumatic tendency to relive so many past hurts and aches. You no longer want to taunt yourself with failure and critique. Uh You are less frightened of yourself. That's true. Absolutely. So you do not need to sabotage yourself anymore. Okay. Yeah, get off the couch. Yeah. (laughs) You are learning love's way and claiming it as your own. That is your path to victory assured. This oracle asks you to trust in your growing optimism, to let the war be over now and put behind you, even if it means weeping with sweet sorrow and relief for a while. The sunset is golden. The struggle is behind you. Now rest and enjoy the golden glow as you rest with a love a long, long while. Oh, yeah. Wow. Magic in the words, Magic. as always. Magic, yes. Nailed it. 
It's a new deck has spoken. Yes. Rumi Oracle Guidebook. Yeah. They're pretty. They are pretty. We'll take some pics, post some pics of that. Yes. Wow. Put them in a show notes. Yeah. And that is it, people. Yeah. Details. That is a... It's all in the details. All in the details and the communication. Yeah. Of the details. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, follow us at The Nonlinear on Instagram. Please leave us kind notes, get in touch, reach out. We will also have some supporting information there um, with regards to evolving your growth journey the nonlinear way. Mm-hmm.